fresh from the Rusted Culture Podcast. So evidently yesterday, folks, James Carville was on the PBS NewsHour, and I didn't get to see this, and some of the video is just kind of working its way out at this point. So have a look at this. So this is James Carville. He's a little rough around the edges, but he's, I think he's got a good point here. Listen. James Carville, to you, looking at these results, uh, your party, uh, what went wrong? What went wrong was just stupid wokeness. All right, you don't just look at Virginia and New Jersey. Look at Long Island. Look at Buffalo. Look at Minneapolis. Even look at Seattle, Washington. I mean, just defund the police lunacy to take Abraham Lincoln's name off of schools. I mean, that people see that. And it, 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 it's, it's just really a, have a suppressive effect all across the country. The Democrats, some of these people need to go to a woke detox center or something. I mean, they're, they're expressing a language that people just don't use. And there's a backlash and a frustration at that. And I'd be right, suburbanites in, in, in northern Virginia, suburbanites in, in, in northern New Jersey, you know, pulled away a little bit. Yonkin never ran any ads against Biden. And I think what he did is just let the Democrats pull the pin and watch a grenade go off and own them. And we've got to change this and not be about changing dictionaries and change laws. And, and these faculty lounge people that sit around mulling about, I don't know what, uh, uh, they're not working. They're, look, look what happened in Buffalo. Uh, uh, again, uh, Seattle, I think that Rob Pogans may win a, a city attorney's race in Seattle. The autonomous zones. Who, who could even think of something that stupid? And they're they're suppressing our vote. And I got news for you. you you're, you're hurting the party. You're hurting the very people that you vote that you want to help. And Terry got caught up. He's a good friend of mine. He's a good guy. Uh, you know, he got caught up in something national. And and we got to we got to change this internally, in my view. And Barbara Comstock, uh, we've heard that perspective from James Carr. So, folks, what he's getting at here, and he's kind of getting it at it in sort of a different way, but essentially here in the Midwest, and, and for that matter, suburbia throughout the United States, this hyper-wokeism doesn't really carry as well outside the big cities. And what James's point is, is that uh, it's actually costing us in elections. He was talking about an attorney general's race in Seattle that could be lost as a result of this. And it's something that we've got to be tuned into. We can go too far with this, I think is what his point is. We can go too far with this. And I think we've got to be vigilant of what's going on here in terms of hyper-wokeism. It doesn't play out like a lot of people think it does. Here in the Midwest, you can see it in the election results. Even just look back at you know, the, the election here that we had in 2020. And you can see a lot of places, there's this degradation of the, the Democratic vote in places like Iowa. Um, and we got to take that back. And this kind of stuff pushes people away. And uh, it doesn't play out well. And it's, it's a bad trend. It's a trend that I think we have to be aware of and we have to, to try to to get the heartland back on board with the Democratic Party. We've got to get suburbia back on board. And to his point, yeah, I think a lot of this did play out in the Virginia governor's race. So what happened, just in a nutshell here, to that Seattle Capitol Hill autonomous zone? Here's a picture of it. So this article in the BBC, essentially what happened were the shootings. And the whole situation, over a 10-day period, there were 
four shootings and it just degraded to the point where some officials who had previously been supportive of the protest zone began to sour on this. Even Seattle Mayor Durkin walked back her summer of love comments that she made and at the end of June announced that the zone would be dismantled, claiming that the movement's message had been undermined by violence. On July 1st, the CHOP, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, had reached an end. So, folks, I think that uh, James is right in a lot of ways here. I mean, it's it's a message that we've got to listen to. And if this Democratic Party is going to regain the heartland and the suburbs, and I think it's critical that we do, we've got to gain that appeal back, we're going to have to modify our message and pull back on a lot of this hyper-wokeism that we're, that's going around right now. It just doesn't play out well. Folks, thanks for listening. Until next time. This Flash Briefing was brought to you by the Rusted Culture Podcast, and you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and Google Play, or wherever you find your podcast. Thanks for listening.